1: Hey, everyone, it's Joseph Shepard. And your girl, Miss Laganja-Stranja. And welcome to Queening Out, the podcast where Joseph and I break down each and every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 8 in our own way, of course.
0: And we love hearing your thoughts and your opinions, so make sure to send us an email at laganjos at gmail.com. And speaking of emails, I'm going to read the first one that we have from Jose. Hi, from Madrid, Shepard and Estranja. I'm Jose, a big fan of yours. What an amazing season of queening out so far. I've been enjoying it a lot. I have a question for my queen of ganja, Laganja. I know you don't want to go back for all-stars, but I'm always dreaming the moment you go there, want a challenge, and it's time for you to meet the lip-sync assassin. Which queen would you love to see there to be your opponent? To deliver a fierce battle of performers, or simply to share the stage with someone you admire and give us another iconic moment? Sending you so much love from Madrid, and hope to see you soon here in Europe. Please keep doing this podcast with every season of
1: Drag Race, Jose. So I would definitely want to lip sync against someone who knew how to buck the house down. I really loved when I came back for season six that I was against Trinity, not only because she was from my season, but also because she was real competition. So I wouldn't want to come back and have, or I wouldn't want someone to come back and lip sync against me who wasn't able to really throw down. So I would love to see maybe Sasha, maybe Sonique, maybe Jasmine Kennedy, probably just a sickening trans girl who would give me a run for my money. Ooh, I'd love that. I could see, like, flips, cartwheels,
0: splits, people coming down from the ceiling. I could see just a whole number. I can see it, too,
1: but it's never going to happen, so let it go, kids. No (laughs) all-stars for Ganja. I already told y'all. You want to get the next message from Mike? Our next email is from Mike. It says, hello, Laganja and Joseph. Thank you for the weekly drag fix. Your chemistry makes queening out one of my must-watch shows. Question for you. Would you ever host a drag themed competition show? And if you could make a show to be whatever you want, what would it be? You are both such savvy entrepreneurs. And I'd be curious to know your fan, Mike Trope. P.S. I was hoping Laganja would appear on Queen of the Universe. So I'm kind of traumatized by that being canceled. XX. Well, trust me, baby. I may be a rapper, but I'm not a singer. I don't (laughs) think you'd really want to see me on Queen of the Universe. But if I could do my own drag themed show, it would definitely involve cannabis, of course. I feel like that's what I'm known for. There would be blunt rolling challenges, who could outsmoke the queen of green. I mean, I definitely think that that would be a really fun show because there are so many queens who do use cannabis. Ooh, I
0: like that. I I feel like if I had to do one, I really want, and I know that I keep thinking this. So Drag Race Espana, They have all of the girls living in a house together. They don't show any of it on TV, but they all live in a house as opposed to a hotel. And I would love if they did that for Untucked. I would love if the girls all lived in a house together and then every week in Untucked, we saw the house stuff because i I would I, that would just be so interesting. You would get like alliances, hookups, you would get fights, you would get everything that I think that we have missed and untucked for quite some time. But if I was hosting a show. I would love like a drag race meets the amazing race where queens are like in teams of two and they have to travel across
1: the world. Totally, I could see that. I think that would be super cool and I've always wondered why the show doesn't do that. They're really missing out on so much drama that happens backstage. I mean, I always say the stuff that you don't see on TV is the best. Exactly, and I think, you know, when we're thinking about it, we have the drag
0: competition shows, we have all of that, but I wanna see drag queens in their day-to-day life. Um, like how you do with your, with your day in the life vlog, I love those.
1: Yeah, it's been a while since I posted one of those. <laughs> to my YouTube buds out there, but we do have a vlog coming. Maybe tomorrow. Well, it depends on when this comes out, but maybe tomorrow, but definitely by the end of this week. My part one of Thailand vlog is coming. So thank you all for being patient. It's just been really hard with the tour to manage everything.
0: Yeah, and you know, Laganja and I are on tight ships. I was sick last week, which is why we're doing this. And it's a little sped up today because you know, Laganja yes. is working the world. Where are you right now?
1: I am coming to you live from the dressing room in San Antonio.
0: And you got your little Chicago wig on. I feel like you're about to do a
1: number for me. I'm feeling very Velma Kelly today. I just threw this on because I wanted to promo the merch. Shop your Laganja Stranger merch available at lagangastranger.com. And also because, uh, yeah, I I did such a dark black eye. I was just feeling it. Just a little pussycat wig.
0: Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to dive into this ninth episode of All Stars 8 with this Carson Kressley roast. We'll be right back.
1: Yes, God, honey. And we are back, back, back again with another episode of Queening Out. And it is time to break down this Carson Kressley roast. What did you think, Joseph? Were you feeling it? Were you not? What's the tea? Overall,
0: I will say that this was probably one of the best roasts in the way of everybody did pretty good. There wasn't one person that was so bad. Like Alexis Michelle came out, and while she may not have been the best out of the four, I did get a few laughs in. She did a great job for, you know, compared to when she was green in her season roasting Michelle Visage, she really leveled up. And I think that. She did a really great job, and for being, in my opinion, one of the lower of the four, I I think
1: everybody did great. What did you think? I agree. I thought they all did really well. I mean, I definitely think Jimbo was a standout Mm -hmm. and deserved the win, but I agree. I don't think anyone was that bad. I caught myself laughing at everyone's moments, so I was really proud of the girls, and I thought it was a great way to represent what it means to be an all-star
0: like going through the girls i will say alexis was good jessica wilde had me laughing so hard i feel like jessica just had this totally different demeanor and she was putting out all these jokes i think she looked great um i think candy muse was okay not the best okay choice
1: yeah, I actually thought she was probably, well, no, I, I I laughed at hers too. I really did. I felt like the Michelle, like the Alexis Michelle being the worst and going home this week was so crazy to me. I did mm-hmm. not see that coming at all. I really felt like she deserved to be in our top and I was kind of disappointed to be honest in that.
0: I feel the same way. I didn't necessarily think she should have gone. And then we had Miss Jimbo coming out as Joan Rivers as opposed to coming out as themselves.
1: Um, What did you think of Jimbo? I thought Jimbo was amazing. I mean, I loved when she played Joan the first time. So I knew she had it in a bag, in the bag. Everyone was like, ooh, it's so risky. It's so risky. And it's like, why? If she's done it once before and nailed it, surely she can Mm -hmm. do it again. And of course she did. I think like, it was brave of her, sure. I get what they were saying, but ultimately, like I was like, no, she's playing the game. She knows exactly what she's doing, even when she went out there and like didn't do great in the work room session and then came back and nailed it. I even felt that was a little bit planned. Like yeah. I just feel like Jimbo is a well-rehearsed machine, especially when it comes to playing a character like Joan who she's done many times before the show and after the show. So yeah, I felt like she was playing the game and she chef's kiss nailed it.
0: Yeah. And also I think that like by playing Joan and allowed her to be a little bit more raunchier and it be okay. Like when she made the joke about like nothing is as full of shit as Alexis Michelle on a Folsom, you know, street days, I was laughing. I was like, you were, you're pulling out the Joan and how Joan would pull the most outlandish and craziest joke. So I think the Jimbo did great. I think that Jimbo deserved the win. If I had to choose who the bottom would be, I think I would have chosen Candy.
1: Yeah, I think that's who I would have chosen too. I don't really remember a lot about hers. I definitely remember laughing, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really remember a lot of the punchlines. And I
0: think too like just compared to all the other ones when you are down to four it is so hard to stand out and you have to do something that's going to make you stand out or you're gonna be you know kind of in the bottom. agreed.
1: well let's get into this runway. Are you ready for wear it or tear it? you know I am it's my favorite game that I love to play with you
0: <laughs> Not the only game. Um, Wha- First up, in the snow bunny category, we had Alexis Michelle in a uh, crushed velvet. I would say this is a, is this a teal or a, um, a periwinkle? Tiffany blue. A Tiffany blue bodysuit. And she, the thing around her head, I'm guessing it was like a big oversized, like, gnat hat. I don't know what you call them. Like a Santa Claus hat.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, it's definitely giving that, like, Dracula oversized Mm -hmm. collar vibe. I don't know if it was a hood, but I definitely see what you mean. Uh, I really liked this look. I definitely loved the color on her. I loved the matching bag. I loved that she had an actual, like, snowball reference on the train of the outfit. I loved the oversized pearls. I loved that she played with this different hair. I do feel that it was missing a little something like a little arrow or like, I don't know. I just felt like the whole middle part of her body was very plain. And while it fit her really well, I was like, maybe if the pearl detail had like continued on the outfit and she had had like little pearls, like polka dots scattered throughout the whole outfit. Like it just, to me, it needed one more detail, but it's still a wear it for me. I loved the outfit. She sold it with the bag. And again, I like that she did something different and that's something we hadn't seen on her before.
0: Yeah, and I love this hair on her too. It's a totally different type um, than what she normally would wear. The color looks great on her. Both colors look great on her, um, that blue and that pink. I think she did a great job, but I do agree with you and there's something missing from the middle middle section that would end up making this stand out even more, but I would wear it.
1: Totally. Up next, we have Miss Jessica Wilde giving us shivering blue and I again feel the same way I do about Alexis's where I love the outfit I think it looks really great but to me the suit is missing something I know one of the judges was like I love that it's an actual suit that you could see on the snow slopes but I don't love that I feel like this is a drag show and we want to see drag I don't want to see what you'd actually wear on the slope. So I felt like the suit underneath was missing the embellishment that the coat had. I loved that the coat had the gray fur with these rhinestone appliques. I loved that her glasses were fully stoned. I loved the fur boots. But I just felt like the suit was a little lacking detail. It was just a little too simple for me. But again, it's still a wear it for me. I think she did nail the category.
0: Yeah, I think she did nail the category 100%. I do agree with you that the suit does look like something that you could just go buy at a store. I think maybe if she wanted to elevate it, the way that that jacket that she is wearing, it looks kind of quilty to me. I would have loved to have seen that transferred (coughs) onto the bodysuit and maybe like a little quilty type bodysuit, but I think she looks great. I will say that every week Jessica Weil comes out and I just love her more and more and more. I am so glad that she has been given this chance because you know, back season, was it two or three? Two, three, three. I think she's two, is she three? Who knows? No, but I think that it's such a great thing that she has come back years later and you know, showing a whole nother generation of fans what it is and I would wear this. Yeah,
1: no, I definitely think she's elevated herself. I'm so happy that so many more people are getting to know her. I've worked with her for years and love her. She's so exactly who you see on TV. She's so funny. She's so kind, very professional. So I'm glad the world is really falling in love with her again because, yeah, I think she completely nailed this competition this season and really deserves to be in the top 3 mm-hmm. Next up
0: we had Jimbo giving his ice princess fantasy.
1: um okay, are these feathers is that what that is? Yeah, so it's actually a trim and on the trim are like these longer parts and then the feathers coming off so it's it's a ton of feather trim and wow I, I have to say I didn't love not na- necessarily the silhouette of the look mm-hmm. it was a little like. Like, what am I looking at? But I loved the movement of the feathers, and I totally thought it nailed the category. Definitely my favorite of the night on the runway. Total wear it. I do wish she'd given herself some more shape, but I loved it. It was so creative, so cool, so different, so Jimbo, so elevated. Incredible hair. I mean, girl, she, she killed it.
0: She absolutely killed it, and this is something I would totally wear. I love just watching it flow down the runway, just seeing it move and then having movement. It just adds a totally different level to an outfit. I do agree with you on the shape. You know, I think that the shape could have been a little bit better, but at the end of the day, this was my favorite look on the runway. I'm gonna put up the ice queen look that she did for Canada's Drag Race when she was on, because the the glow up from one to the other compared to makeup and compared to look, it is a totally different realm.
1: So I, I love it, I'd wear it. Total wear it. And up last to our runway, we have Miss Candy Muse. And I got to say, I loved the look. I would totally wear it. I was really happy for her. You know, I feel like I've been kind of hard on her this season for her looks. They haven't necessarily been my favorite. But this, to me, was Candy giving candy with elevation. Mm -hmm. I loved the fact that even the material underneath the rhinestones is also a metal rhinestone chain. Mm -hmm. Like, This is literally rhinestones on top of rhinestones. And I think this simple pairing really worked for her. I love that she's got these chain necklaces. I love the, of course, again, stoned glasses, the big beautiful blonde hair. I just, I don't know. I thought she looked really good. My only critique would be that the jacket was a little store bought. I wish Mm. the jacket had some of the rhinestones or if you know that Moschino jacket uh, that was like a collab with H&M where it had like the chains coming through Mm. it. Like that jacket, even though it would have been store bought, like would have really elevated this look just because it just feels like a simple white fur, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. You know, she definitely likes a classic pared down silhouette and pieces, but I do wish that fur would have been a little bit more. But overall, I just I love this look. It's a total wear and I would love to wear this outfit. As they said, that little front pouch pop it open and you're ready to party baby. I was laughing so hard
0: at that part cuz I was like <laughs> literally it is like a it's like a drawstring bridge like it wants to come down. Um I think that she looked great. I think that you know it's typical like going with, you know, her her aesthetic. Um I I actually did like the white coat. I think that it added a little bit to break everything up. Um I wouldn't wear this, but I think it looks great on her.
1: You wouldn't?
0: No. Okay, so it's a tear from you, but that's alright. Tear well, Now we get to get into our snow bunny looks from our eliminated contestants for the fame games. First up, we had Miss Monica Beverly Hills in a quilted
1: picker upper bounty. I don't know. <laughs> You know what? I'm actually living for this look i'm so happy for her i'm like okay she pulled one out at the end this is super fun this is super different i love the bright pink hair popping off of this sort of white feather or is it a, a faux fur trim i think mm-hmm. this She's giving you the bunny paws mm-hmm. i like that it's like pants that are disconnected from the outfit i think she looks cool i love the look it's a wear
0: it I love the look too. And I love that she also, you know, put in, you know, she was talking about the trans colors in there. It's got like the light blue and the pink and the white, which is, I just think sometimes I really would love to see these outfits outside of the runway lights. I wish, because sometimes these runway lights can really discolor an outfit. They can make it look totally different. Um, But I think she looked fabulous in this. I got Snow Bunny Fantasy and it probably was my favorite look of hers that she has worn.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree. Up next, we have Miss Naisha Lopez, and she is shimmering from head to toe in this liquid, beaded, mm. crystal fringe moment. And I have got to say, I'm obsessed. I think this is her best look that she has served in the Fame Games as well. I really, really love this. I love this headpiece. I love that she crystallized it. I love this sort of over-highlight underneath the eyes. It's really giving me that snowy vibe and feel. I mean, I love that she's giving us body body, body. the simple pared-down shoe. She looks great.
0: Yeah, I think she looks wonderful. I think that my only note is that there is, it feels a little disjointed to me, like how everything's kind of coming down. Like Like the way that she would move, sometimes you would see like the flesh color under, sometimes you wouldn't see the color under. I kind of feel like there should have been more bedazzling jewels um, but I do think that she looks great. And I do think that this is one of
1: her best looks. Yes, I agree. This is definitely one of her best looks. It's a total wear it for me.
0: Next up, we had Mish Kosh, Mish, Mish, we had Mish kosh davis and she was coming out in her uh, yellow snow get up, like you
1: peed in the snow. Ew.
0: Laganja, have you ever peed in the snow?
1: Uh, I don't think I have. I grew up in Texas, so there wasn't a lot of snow to be peed in. Is is that really what she said this was, was peeing in the snow? Yeah,
0: she said yellow snow.
1: Ew, it's a no for me. It's a tarot. I'm not a fan. I love the hair, but the boots don't match. I don't get it. I'm confused. No.
0: Yeah, I think that it was a concept that could have been given a little bit more life. I don't think that the boots go. Apparently, there is a big Twitter thing going on now about wearing boots on the runway. Carrie Colby's going in at it, and Carrie's like they should never be worn on the runway whatsoever, because Candy also was wearing a pair of like moon boots. Um, What do you think? Do you think moon boots should ever be worn on the runway?
1: I mean, I think when the challenge or the prompt is snow, then yeah, boots totally work. I think they should be fashion boots. Like if anyone saw my boots that I wore for 420 this year that were giant oversized, marijuana nug boots like you know you got to be creative with it it can't just be like store-bought boots with some rhinestones on it although that is kind of what um candy muse wore and i kind of liked it so i think (laughs) if you do up the boots sure they're fine they're fine i mean i prefer a high heel always if you could do a high heel boot preferred but i think it just depends on the challenge yeah i would tear it yeah it's a tear it for me sorry miss kasha All right, up next, we have Miss Darian Lake. And is she giving us platinum card realness?
0: She's giving us cocaine platinum card realness, I think you would say.
1: Cocaine? Oh, like snow, I got it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so
0: like snow. Mm -hmm. So on top of her head it was supposed to be like a, a credit card but you really can't see it because of the lighting and then all around her i believe that it's she has razor, razor blades. blades
1: yeah oh my god that's actually iconic i don't love the dress underneath Same. i wish she just had the jacket i think that would have been enough but no it's a wear it it's a wear it that's so crazy she did that she better work <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I agree with you. I think that the jacket in itself with the razors on it is a statement in itself. That dress under, I was not a fan of. It looked very, um, like, caftan, very, like, you know, something that you would, kind of like a nighty to me. Like, it doesn't necessarily go with everything else that she's presenting. So that is my my tear it for that but I think honestly if she would have had that coat on that would have been a moment and a
1: serve so I'll give it a wow okay well I'm still gonna say wear it because I I love it I just think the concept is so crazy and so out there and again not something we would expect Darian to do so Mm -hmm. I love it it's a wear it and I
0: love too that she's just been trying different things, you know, like yeah. she kinda has come out of her box and some things hit and some things miss, but that's what you learn when you start coming out of your box. Totally. Next up we had James Mansfield. She said she was giving her um Lion Witch in the wardrobe Ice Queen realness. I love the hair.
1: hmm Yeah. Okay, you love the hair. Well, I definitely think it's a tarot. I mean, I like the top half. I like the idea of the bottom half with the cage, but something about making a cage out of fur is just not working for me. Then it's got the beads dangling off, then it's got the mermaid tail. It's just it's a lot of concepts. I think it's a little bit too much. It could have been pared down because the top half is so beautiful. Like belly button up I'm living I think she looks gorgeous I love the white lip I love the oversized accessories and the ears but yeah the bottom half of the outfit definitely went to just like too many ideaville so we needed to pare down in this case so yeah it is a tarot for me Uh, tarot same all right up next to the runway we have miss Kahana Montrese and as always she's serving the look baby I just knew she was not gonna let us down in these fame games I love this look. This is literally a snowflake come to life. I love that it's made out of this sort of iridescent metallic fabric. And then she went ahead and stoned it on top just to give it that extra drag judge. I love them matching headpiece. I think the makeup is super cool and creative. I love this sort of shin guard she's got going on. I think she looks great.
0: And I loved her hair. The back of her hair is literally just balls. Like it's like pure, like oh. kind of like it gave me a little bit of a snowball fantasy coming down. I think she looks gorgeous. I will say that there are have been a lot of queens who've done similar. I don't know what you call these outfits. They're uh, kind of like the how she has like the snowflake stuff. Like there's been a lot of queens doing the those type of pieces and stuff. But she looks great. She looks wonderful. The makeup is. On point the hair was on point outfit was on point like you said kahana did not come to play
1: yeah and i hear what you're saying there definitely is a lot of this um sort of style we're seeing in the drag community right now but usually it's like with flames Mm -hmm. or it's more it's more like swirls so i love that she took that idea and then made it the snowflake that's what i think makes this outfit unique and really work for her but i do hear what you know, with what you're saying, it is becoming a popular look in the drag scene for sure. Bunnyism in uh, Thailand is very famous for making these types of outfits. So uh, I love to see it catch on in a way because I feel like she was one of the originators to kind of start this look. So I'm very happy for my Thai sister, I must say. Wear it for me. Wear it for me.
0: And last up we had Miss Lala re giving her Cinderella fantasy. I think the color looks gorgeous on her. I think that the hair needed to be bigger or something needed to be changed with the hair. I, I don't know what it is, but there's something off. Do you do you feel the offness?
1: I feel the offness, but I actually love the hair. Hair. I think the hair is super cool. I mean, bigger, sure, why not? It's drag. Bigger is always better. Um, but it's the outfit for me that is just not really giving me snow bunny princess. I like you said, I'm getting much more Cinderella vibes. And again, I love that she had an idea of a reveal and it is showing off her body. I think the bodysuit itself is very beautiful. But I don't know, it just, it does feel off to me. I, I don't feel like in comparison with the rest of the girls, this is super elevated. So it is a tarot for me.
0: Yeah, tarot for me too. I do think she looks beautiful. I just think that the snow bunny prompt was not fully taken there. But yeah, those were our theme game runways. So I have a little tea about how the next few episodes are going to go. Oh, so Next episode, it's the final three, and it's going to be a makeover challenge. Then we're going to get down to a final two. Wow. And that's the first time that they've done that in quite some time. But the reason why they're doing a final two is because they want to give all the other girls a chance at the fame games. So. If you had somebody, you know, in a final three or final four, and then they were eliminated in the final, then they wouldn't be able to participate. So this way, it's giving all the girls a chance to participate. Then after the uh, makeover episode, there's going to be a talent show. The top two will not be performing in the talent show, but everybody else will. And... What does that do? So... What it does, from what I've heard, don't know if it's true, but knock on what it could be, whoever wins the talent show gets a leg up in the fame games. So there's ah. something that happens that will help give them a leg up in the fame games if it means more votes, something like that. And then we'll have the final um, finale after that. So we get to see all these girls again for the next two weeks, which is great. And then we'll get our finale. What do you think about that?
1: I mean, I love a talent show. I always think that they never showcase the, the Queen's true talent enough. So I think that's a great idea and definitely can't wait to see some of the people who haven't been on a lot of the episodes come back and show us what it is they're you know good at, what they're known for. And uh, I'm excited to finally have a top two. It's been a long time since we've had a top two. So that sounds really exciting to me. Can't wait for that. And I'm also excited because... We'll probably film one more like this, but then I'll be back in LA where we'll get to film together again. So I'm looking forward to all of that. Me too. Well, uh, finishing
0: out this episode, we had our top all-star of Jimbo. Uh, The Lip Sync Assassin came out and it was Silky, Nutmeg, Ganache. They performed Freakazoid by Midnight Star. And Jimbo came back out as that baloney ghost and was tossing mama some baloney, and Silky and him were fornicating on the stage and throwing (laughs) baloney, and it was it was a moment and jimbo got his first lip sync win
1: finally (laughs) thank god thank god i mean you know i really think silky turned it out yeah she did for the story purposes jimbo needed a win (laughs) i agree with you and you could tell silky was a
0: little a little peeved when she walked off the stage she was gagged Was gagged my sister I do think that she won the lip sync, but, you know, like you said, for story purposes, I think that they needed to give Jimbo a win. The bottom three were Alexis Michelle, Jessica Wilde, and Candy Muse. And Jimbo pulled his lipstick, and it
1: was sending Alexis Michelle home. I was gagged. I really was gagged. I feel like she deserved to be in the top three, but hey, you know, it is what it is. I feel like they said that they went off judges' critiques, which is why I also thought the judges' critiques were produced. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Alexis did incredible this season. I'm so happy for her. I feel like she really showed the world that she is a true all-star.
0: And from night and day from season nine to now, and she said it too in this episode, I really feel like I got to show who Alexis is and who Alexis was. And I think she did a great job at it. Props to you, Alexis. We now have our final three, Miss Jessica Wilde, Candy Muse, and Jimbo.
1: And that's all the time that we have for today. Well, that's right. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Queening Out. We have new shows that come out every Monday, Tuesday-ish. Got to give us a little break because I am. On t- we are trying our hardest to make sure we are up and at them every week with a new episode for each of you. Make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast app. So please head over there and show us some love. And you
0: can remember to send us an email at LaganJoes. That's L-A-G-A-N-J-O-E-S at gmail.com. Or you can even uh, phone us for a voicemail at 805- six two four five four zero two and we may play it on the
1: show next week make sure you are following me at laganja astranja and joseph at joseph a shepherd on all the socials and thank you so much again we will see you next week for another episode of Queen-o. Queen-o. Bye.